0: Thanks for joining us at XM.com. This is the Weekly Outlook. I'm Christina Marujos and joining me today is Senior Investment Analyst, Marios Adjikiriakos. We'll be having a look at the upcoming week. We have another busy week ahead of us, Marios, but the main variable this time is the whole energy crisis and inflation spike that's looming markets. It wasn't too long ago, actually, that we were talking about inflation and that the Fed's uh, position that this inflation episode will be transitory wasn't really in line with reality. And here we are exactly. We're seeing a spike in bond yields. And of course, the US dollar has come through shining. Do you think this pattern will prevail in markets
1: moving forward? Hello, Christina. Yes, I do. But let's unpack that. So, yes, we've seen the dollar uh, slice through the rest of the forex market lately, mainly because as investors looked for some uh, some defense uh, from the storm in equity and energy markets. Now, we have paralyzed supply chains, we have an energy crisis that is threatening Europe and Asia, and there's a risk that global growth slows down, but inflation remains hot. And the funny part is that we are in this environment of rising bond yields, so the dollar is really the last defensive hedge left you don't in an environment of rising bond yields you don't want to hold on to bonds you don't want to hold on to the yen and gold doesn't seem attractive either so there's a lot of safe haven demand for the dollar and on top of everything the american economy is heavily shielded from this global power crisis because of course america is self-sufficient on energy so long story short we're probably going to see the energy crisis impact Europe and Asia much more than America. And that probably explains uh, why the euro has been unable to recover lately, even after Vladimir Putin promised that Russia will release more natural gas. Now, as far as euro dollar is concerned, I think that the outlook is still negative, And that uh, rests on three main points. The first one is... America, of course, escaping a global slowdown with only minor injuries. And the second one is defensive demand for the dollar as we go through this crisis. And the third one is monetary policy divergence. So the Fed is almost certain to taper its asset purchases uh, next month and markets are pricing in the first rate increase for next year on the other side of the spectrum the european central bank is apparently starting a new asset purchase program for next year when its emergency purchases end so combining everything uh, i think at the outlook for euro dollar remains negative the risk to that view is if the fed gets cold feet because of this unstable global environment and it delays its normalization plans now if that were to happen though I think that if the situation gets so bad, markets would probably be in panic mode already. So we would probably see a lot of safe haven demand for the dollar and that could keep any losses to a minimum.
0: Now, Mario, staying in the United States, the upcoming week has crucial US data releases for us, one of which, of course, is inflation numbers for September. They'll be released on Wednesday, just a few hours before the minutes of the latest FOMC meeting. And then on Friday, of course, we have retail sales for September as well. What are we likely to
1: see in the numbers? In a nutshell, Christina, inflation is expected to remain hot and retail sales are a little mixed, so the headline number is expected to have fallen a little bit, but most of that weakness comes down to vehicle sales uh, because the core figure that excludes those is expected to have risen. So combined, this would suggest that inflationary forces remain very strong in the U.S. economy and that consumption remains healthy, which is good news for the dollar uh, overall. Now, as for the minutes, this was the meeting when the Fed told us that, you know, unless something catastrophic happened, they would probably taper their asset purchases uh, next month. So investors will look for any hints around the timeline of this tapering process. How many months uh, could it take? How aggressive will it be? The other point of interest will be the conversation around whether inflation is transitory or not. Because, of course, we have seen many signs lately that supply chain disruptions are not really improving.
0: And last but not least, let's have a look at the United Kingdom, which has been plagued by the energy crisis effects. And sterling has had a few bumpy weeks lately. Now we're expecting the jobs report for August on Tuesday, followed by August GDP figures on Wednesday. Do you think the data might offer the pound some support?
1: Maybe a little bit, but I think the outlook for the pound is turning a little bit darker. And let me explain. So lately we saw the pound go through a wild roller coaster. It fell initially with stock markets, but then it recovered as investors started to price in more aggressive rate increases by the Bank of England to fight inflation. So the first rate increase is now almost fully priced in for February. And then another one is, is expected by June. Why are the markets pricing in such an aggressive rate hike path by the Bank of England? It comes down to inflation expectations. When central banks say inflation is transitory, the only way they can be confident about that is if inflation expectations remain stable. That shows that investors agree with them that inflation will fade relatively soon. Now, in this case, the opposite has happened. British inflation expectations have shot much higher lately, so it seems that the market believe uh, inflation will be more persistent in the uk probably because the nation is suffering more severe supply disruptions than most countries now unfortunately that might be a policy mistake central banks can't fix broken supply chains right so when they raise interest rates all that would do is slow down demand and therefore the recovery itself so long story short the Bank of England is now priced for perfection. The the pound is unlikely to receive any more support from, you know, from monetary policy expectations. So I think its, it's um, outlook now hinges on what stock markets do. I think the, the pound's performance will be tied to whether we see the latest recovery in a risk sentiment continue or whether, you know, concerns around energy uh, and supply chains return.
0: Marius, thank you for joining me today. This was the Weekly Outlook here at XM.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.